I'm smarter than the devil. I'm smarter than the devil. You are not smarter than me. I'll see you in hell yet, Homer Simpson. Yo, everybody, and welcome back once again to Simpsons is Greater Than, a podcast all about the cultural impact of everybody's favorite nuclear family. And of course, by now, you know I'm talking about The Simpsons. As always, I'm your host, Warren, better known to some of you as Bart of Darkness. You might just know me from my Simpsons collection over on Instagram or Twitter. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great if you want to. But if not, when you're done with this week's episode, do me a personal favor and go check it out wherever you prefer. I'm convinced you'll like it. So as you can tell by the intro, we are still in October, so I'm going to let that Halloween thing ride for as long as I possibly can. But I do want to remind everyone that next Monday, October 25th, you can hear me over on the Straight Chilling Podcast talking about Treehouse of Horror 5 through 7. So some real heavy hitters, so make sure you jot that one down on your calendar, on your planner, whatever you use. Uh, You might have a smartphone of some kind. I'm not sure if you do. Uh, You could subscribe to them. I guess that's something that would also work. But whatever you do, just make sure you find a chance to check that one out. But anyway, this week on the show, I'm joined by my friend Dave, better known as The Simpsons Man over on Instagram, YouTube, and everywhere else. And we talk a lot about Simpsons collecting. We also talk about how Dave really wants to own The Simpsons house. And of course, we play the synopsis game and we do the big three. So what do you say we start it now? Episode 47. Let's go. So I stayed tight with all my friends, <laughs> but a lot of people that I met along the way, you sort of lose touch with no, over time, which just, is funny. For sure. I mean, especially, I mean, you yourself and even me and stuff like just being in that music scene, like hundreds and hundreds of different people you've met. And just uh, even when like you were touring around and stuff, like the camaraderie of like everyone just being so awesome and then making little friends, and you know, here and there. But Whew, man, so long ago. <laughs> now it's like we're adults and we've got our own things going and it's it's hard. It is hard. And also, you know, I, I say this all the time, but like 2020 and 2021 have felt like 10 years alone. So, uh, I mean, time, I, the way I look at time has changed so much in the last, you know, couple of years, not just because of all the stuff going on, but just I feel like years used to feel like they went on for a while, but they felt like stuff happened. And when you have a couple of years where nothing really happens yeah. other than bad stuff, it really changes your perception of time. But that's an interesting thing all on its own. Yeah, that makes sense. It was it's like the past couple of years have just been like blah. And like you said, we <laughs> just had this conversation the other day when me and my buddy it did. It seemed like it was like 10 years or so plus that we've been going through that. And it's just like, I guess just take it one day at a time. 
Yeah, hopefully it gets a little bit better every day. Um, well, you know, Dave, I, I see no better time to sort of just get into this whole thing, man. I guess I'll stop rambling about the past. And uh, <laughs> first things first, you know, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you know, it's we've known each other for a long time, but for some reason I haven't had you on the show yet. Uh, despite our, you know, ongoing Simpsons path that we've been on. Uh, So it'll be nice to sort of talk about that and get that story out there for people that don't know enough about you. Uh, So yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I man, I love it. I watch or listen to the episodes and everything. And it's just everybody, you know, from Yardley to anybody really on the show, like you've had like a such a diverse group of people, you know, just 100% on the Simpsons or just fans, people that made stuff musicians, you know, to be on it. Man, that's such an honor. I love it. Oh, man, thanks. No, that means a lot. Well, you know, tell me, though, because this is this is the way I start them all, as as everyone who listens knows by now. How are you sincerely? You know, we talk about how the last couple of years have been a little weird. But as far as your everyday life, Dave, how are you? So I would say in the past five to six months, I've made like a 1000% change, I guess, in my life. Like I was, you know. Typical, like super overweight, you know, not happy with myself, blah, blah, blah. And especially with COVID and everything like that just made everyone sit at home, just eat, just become lazy for the most part. But um, kind of started up this, uh, you know, five or six months ago, started going back to the gym, just started being healthier. Uh, a lot of people that follow me on Instagram or any of my other handles, they know I have Crohn's disease, which, you know, sucks. But I've kind of managed to, I wouldn't say really like, overcome it because there's not a cure but they always say you can manage it so in the past like year or two like they've been putting me on or to medication and kind of come to terms with it and for the better like i've completely done a 100 change i don't have to go to the hospital as much as i used to and wow i feel like a normal person as weird as that is but um you know like a lot of my friends they'll you know they they'll understand what i mean by that because i've missed out on hundreds of different things, you know, having, oh, I can't go out, you know, I can't even go out in public, got to blah, 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 because all these stomach issues and stuff. But this year has been just like a turn for the better. Hell yeah, man. No, that's awesome, man. And I'll tell you, you know, I think everybody, you know, could use a little bit of inspiration. Uh, you know, it's we I talk about how it's been such a bad time for a lot of people. And, you know, I, I fall victim to that. You know, it's easy to sit around and be like, well, I'm just going to watch TV and eat more than I probably should because the world's going to hell. But it's always nice to see, you know, someone take that as motivation, do something yeah. with it. And I got to say, Dave, you're looking great. So I'm happy Thanks. to hear that. Yeah, I, l- I looked at myself one day in the mirror and it was like in February, January or February. And I was just like, no, like I, I'm just not going to do this anymore. And just it's all in your head. If you really want to do it as with literally anything that you do in life, like you just got to put your head into it. And then, yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm not sure if this is the Simpsons man or the motivational man, but I think Dave has a new, <laughs> a new, uh, thing in his sights to just become a motivational speaker. So I'm going to, hey, I'm going <laughs> to, I would love to do it for Crohn's and stuff. I've I actually talked about that at one point because there's so many people that have Crohn's disease that have reached out to me just like I, every now and then I'll post it. I got my story feed about my, like my Humira pen that I got to take every week. And so many people are just like, they always have like all these stories. They reach out to me and, you know, I talk to them about it because it's kind of just like a small little world um, that I'm a part of, unfortunately. But fortunately, I am because I get to talk to other people about it and say, hey, I've lived in the hospital for three weeks and it sucks. But now I'm back to normal. So it's like there is hope. 
Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, no, that's that's really great. I love that you take the time uh, to sort of talk people through that process. Everybody needs to feel not so alone, especially in these oh, times. Sure. As as I say, it's nice to just know someone uh, sort of understands. But um, well, so I mean, we're going to talk about you know Super Seven and uh, and merchandise in general and just all the stuff that is going on in the Simpsons world. And you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have Dave on is, you know, we've sort of had accounts for a long time that sort of run parallel, started around a similar time, I think back in like 2014. Uh, but when you started the account, Dave, it was more of a, uh, you know, more of a collection page and it sort of shifted into sort of an all-purpose Simpsons account. What really caused that? Sort of break that down for people. Oh, man. So um, I guess the main cause would be just having a kiddo. So um, Nora, you've seen her on the videos now. She's three years old and she's just crazy about the Simpsons, which is awesome. Cause you know, it's just whoever you're around or, you know, they're going to want to be. And she sees Simpsons in my room and stuff like that. And <laughs> it did, it started off as a collection account. Um, I want to say your account possibly was the only one back then that did collections accounts. There was like a, there was one other Simpsons account that I do not remember the name of. Um, it was like Simpsons is everything or something like that. And they were a huge account. They were the they were the only big Simpsons account at the time. The Simpsons wasn't even around, like the actual The Simpsons. They didn't have an Instagram. Right. Simpsons Tattoo wasn't around. The Simpsons IG wasn't around. Like all of these accounts that have two, three, four hundred, a million followers, none <laughs> of them were around. Like, because I don't know why. So I will say that's really, I appreciate that. And I have long said on this, on this podcast that when I started my account, there was no other accounts like right there in the beginning. Yeah. I did learn recently and I just want to give this person their flowers. Uh, I've been looking for the right opportunity to say this. Uh, so there is another Simpsons account that was one of the first I ever followed called the Simpsons room. And for some reason recently, I was curious and I was like, you know, I wonder when this account started because I remember they were there really early into my Instagram and I confirmed after scrolling all the way back that they have me beat by about a month. So oh, wow. uh, something like that. So, uh, you know, not to uh, dethrone myself as the oldest in this space, uh, but the Simpsons room was right there with me. Call it, uh, you know, lateral thinking, uh, whatever you want to do. But, you know, that, that they were a little bit before me. So I want to give them some love. Definitely go follow the Simpsons room. Uh, but I, I appreciate that. You know, I didn't start it because I saw I didn't see anything else like what I was doing. And that yeah. inspired me to start it. So you were saying, um, <laughs> I think because I looked up like because there's like a way on Instagram, you can look up like account info to kind of see like on other pages to be like, oh, they started in August of 2014 or something like that. And it was like you had started um, like within a few months, I guess, of when I made mine and I saw yours and I was like, you know what, like I'm going to I'm going to post it because I think. I think my girlfriend, at the time, someone told me at the time, like, hey, you know, just start posting your collection. And my collection was in my closet. So you have like, you know, just like a normal walk in closet, you keep your clothes and stuff on. But the the top shelf where you keep like boxes and shoes and stuff, I just started putting my Simpsons stuff in there, which I would have to look archives and pictures. But it was so I wouldn't say embarrassing, but it was like you'd open up my closet and I'd have like with thumbtacks, like some 
Simpsons figures up there and some of the Playmate toys. And like, obviously, like that outgrew itself really quick because I remember that. I do remember that. And isn't that funny that, you know, I've long said that part of the inspiration for my account was I wanted a place to post my stuff because I didn't really have room for it. And it sounds like your experience was very similar. Isn't it funny how the Instagram sort of made you want to collect even more? Like the Instagram is sort of the, the, the reason that it outgrew the closet and it just made you want to keep going. I just wanted to keep like showing off my collection more and more. Um, eventually, I was just like, man, like I need more stuff to post, obviously, because I can't post the same things, you know, multiple times. And even like going back to like my Instagram, like if I go back, I think I've got like three or four thousand posts. So like the first like, I don't even know, I'd have to look it up, 500 to a thousand posts. Obviously, it was just all my collection because that's how it started. Um, every single, every single item that I would find. Well, I can't really say every single item, but most of the items that I found, I'd like to post about it, a little detail about it here and there because I just wanted to show off my collection. And there was some other Simpsons account and it was called like the Simpsons everything or something weird, like something obscure like that. And he was the biggest account at the time. He had like almost a hundred thousand followers like back in the day. Damn. So, but about four or five years ago, you know, this is just way off topic, but he got married or something, or he got a girlfriend <laughs> and she was super into like eating and food. And like, she was like one of those foodie type peoples that he converted his whole Simpsons account into a food account. So like, Boo. I was, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and it was, it was huge. It's like a hundred, it was like a hundred thousand followers. Like we're talking about five to eight years ago, which, you know, which by now it could have been a million plus, but whatever. Wow. And I was scrolling through my feed one day on my Instagram and I saw like a picture of like a hamburger or something stupid. And I was like, what? I don't follow this person. Like maybe I accidentally clicked it or something. And then I looked at the comments and every single one of the comments were like, Hey, weren't you like a Simpson, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he dropped like 40,000 followers, like not instantly, but like, you know, over the course of a month. And then like, I don't know what he's doing now, but you know, like, and, and here, here's the thing about that too. That's so funny because, uh, and the reason I, you know, I jokingly boo is because I've seen accounts do that. And it's one thing if it's like sort of in the same space, but you can't like, it's not like a life hack to get a oh, lot like of a followers. Rebrand. Yeah. You can't, followers. you can't expect those people to, to just stick around because they already follow you. That's not how it yep. works. It's not like they get a stamp on their hand and to leave, they have to like get a break, you know? So I, I just have never understood why accounts do that. And I just think that's funny. Like you can't say, Hey, well, I've got this account with a bunch of followers. Uh, so I'm just going to turn it into something else. I guess that can work if it's, also cool. But if you, if someone follows you for Simpsons and all of a sudden you're posting like, you know, foie gras, no one wants that. So yep. and that's, the that's reason funny. why, the reason why I mentioned him is because he had given me like a random shout out, you know, so for a smaller account, getting a random shout out from a huge account is, you know, it's a pretty big thing. It's just like, you know, this, the Simpsons saying, Hey, check out, you know, Dave, I'm blah, blah, blah. It's never going to happen. But like, you know, something like huge like that, it obviously brings more attention to your page and blah, blah, blah. So like, that's what happened. I was, uh, I posted, I remember the post I made was my VHS collection. I have, I want to say I have at least all the US versions. I know there's like a billion bootlegs and UK sure. versions and everything else, but like every single VHS that came out from the Simpsons, the three packs, the singles, everything, the Christmas special. So I made like a big post. I, man, the, and the quality, uh, the quality of it like was so shitty. It was, they were all laid on my bed. You know, just like all like the all the VHS tapes, I took a picture and he reposted it. He had given me my big, you know, first big shout out. And of course, I got a flood of people just coming 
over to my page and that kind of like sparked it also. I was like, well, wow, people are actually like interested on it because like I said, like you were pretty much, I would say, I would say to me, it was the first, but like, to, let's just say one of the first, Sure, you know, the first, <laughs> the first like five or 10 people, there's a group of us that did, you know, started collecting or posting our collection. I mean, on Instagram, and, yeah. you know, yeah, and exactly. And like people wanted to, people like to see that. Fast forward to five, six years later, you know, I got a new house and everything. I kind of, I went from the closet to a room. I kind of jumped forward there a little bit, but I went from that closet to, to a room. Um, I st- like this right here behind me, but obviously you can't see more of it, but I have pictures of it back in the day, but the whole entire room, like yours, it fills up quick. It does. And it's like, you can see yours, obviously, or I can see yours in the background, like how it's like organized and everything like that. But like, so, man, how, how am I even going to point to this? You know, but like weird, <laughs> like, like on these shelves and stuff, I was getting to the point that I'm like jamming stuff in the corners. So once I actually moved out of this house into my other house, I had to take this room apart. Now, you can only imagine, imagine you, like your room, like having to like move, like, you know, most people would take like a week or two to move a whole house. It'd take a week or two just to move that one room because there's so many breakables, like, I couldn't even imagine I've, it. I've done it and it was horrible. And anyone that's followed Bar of Darkness for a long time knows that there was a period of time of about a year where I barely posted because I had moved. I remember. I thought you had like quit or something <laughs> happened. And I did the same thing too. Yeah. Mentally, I think I wasn't there anymore, but like I was in the process of moving and everything else. Like, oh man, this is going to suck. And like, and I just didn't. There was like, I mean, I post once or twice a day now, but like there was a big month gap that I didn't even think make one post. And the thing about that is, you know, we talk about it being mental. And also, I want to say real quick, you talked about earlier, uh, you know, how this is way off topic. This is Simpsons is greater than baby. Let's dig in. So don't don't yeah, even sweat exactly. it. Like, let's get as off topic as we want. We'll come back. But the thing is, like, you know. And I will never sit here and say, oh, you guys underestimate how hard it is to run an account, blah, 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 because that's not what I'm saying. But when you are collecting and you're constantly on the search, because again, you know, Dave mentioned this, like, you know, I was one of the first accounts he ever saw that was posting a collection on Instagram. I started collecting with no prior knowledge of a community. Like, you know, little did I know there had been message boards and Facebook groups and all these other things are built around Simpsons collecting, but I didn't know anyone else like me. I hadn't been a part of that community. So I started it purely off my own desire to do it. And so I I didn't really have a support system until I started seeing people like Dave, who I happen to already know. And so, you know, we would see this sort of thing and even accounts like the Simpsons room, like I mentioned, you would see this sort of thing online and it was like, oh, okay, that's sort of cool. Like I can, you know, we can trade and send each other links and sort of help each other out. So in some weird way, you know, us just not being aware of this, you know, world of collecting prior to Instagram kind of made it, we kind of built this, another community around it. We met other people and we kind of like, you know, now, uh, not that I'm taking credit for this, but now there's a million accounts that do what what we were every doing day. in the beginning. Yeah, every day I see a new one and I love it. Let me just say, I love it. Um, all the people that message me and ask me like, oh, like, do you know anything about this? I, I, I saw it for sale. I love that. I'm sorry, sometimes I might not respond right away, but I'm, I'm just happy to help anyone get into this hobby. It truly has been one of the most fun things I've ever done. But, you know, it is interesting to see how how these communities form and how they sort of build up in that way. So I do I do like that. So even with the shift, you shifting from collecting to you know more of like an information based uh, yeah. page. Like if something new happens or if there's some buzz in the community, 
Dave's going to post about it. I think there's a, a definite necessity for that. And I also want to let you know that one of the biggest mistakes I ever made was not putting the Simpsons in my screen name because I think that would have helped me a lot in the beginning. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, but yours is, I mean, you, I like your name. And especially, you know, one thing I'm jealous of is you don't have to have those stupid little underscores like I do because the Simpsons man is taken by someone that has like one follower. They made the account when Instagram literally first started and they haven't posted since. I did like, I wouldn't say a year's worth of research, but I did a ton of different like digging into and trying to figure it out. And I'm just like, I just, you know, even like with Facebook, like after an account becomes like someone un- inactive after a while, you can try to claim it for yourself, but no, it just, but, um, one thing I did want to say was, you know, when I went, when I moved from the closet to the room and everything, and then, um, I went, I bought a new house, like, you know, just adult stuff, you know, have, you know, growing up buying a, a house, I had a rental, which was this room that was, you know, that I'm showing in the background, uh, bought a new house and I started setting up my Simpsons room in there. It was going to be a little bit bigger than my other one. Maybe six months later, I set up my Simpsons room ish. I was like, Hey, we're having a kiddo. Like, so I was just like, all right, well. I'm going to change that up again. And, you know, we didn't have a crib and everything for the baby for probably a year. You know, when you have a kid, you don't have a room for the baby right off the bat because you're right. It's pointless. That kid's going to be sleeping in a crib right beside you for the first year of its life. <laughs> so but, it, you know, in my head, I was like, well, I'm not about to set up this insane Simpsons room only to take it down a year later. So right. fortunately, unfortunately, you know, I packaged it all up into I don't I'd have to show you a picture of just the, the my attic is probably 90% Simpsons. It's crazy. How many boxes? I've sealed everything up just for, you know, moisture and everything over the well, past couple of years, but um at least you didn't get rid of it. You know what I mean? Cuz you see some people, you see some people that, you know, they some things change or they they I, I don't know if it's that they fall out of love with the hobby, but I think they just like they don't they don't look far enough ahead to think that maybe they could do it again and they'd rather have the money, whatever. And I've talked to a lot of collectors that say, oh man, like I used to have a room like yours or I used to have a room in my house and I sold it all when I moved and I regret it every day. And so yeah. I, I like that all along you were like, let me, let me slow down here. Let me not get rid of this stuff because eventually I'd like to have this in a room again. And if for some reason I can't, then I'll deal with it. But you didn't make a, you didn't make a rash decision and sell the collection. I've it's come across my head more times than it probably hasn't on, you know, unfortunately <laughs> there, because like sometimes I think of it like I have, I don't know, 30, 40, $50,000 worth of just toys sitting in an attic. Sure. I also live in Florida. We had hurricane Michael a few years ago that I live on the beach side of, of the, of my city and in the in town side, completely not wiped out, but I would say almost wiped out literally within like a couple mile stretch. My, uh, most of my friends, their houses, their roofs got blown off. Like houses destroyed. My brother he had a tree fall through his house completely. Ugh. His whole house ruined. Like it took him two years. Now he's got a brand new house out of it because you know, they redid it. But all I'm thinking sure. was, well, damn tree falls through my house. They're like literally everything I have sitting in boxes, 100% gone. Gone. But then I start thinking like, one day I'm going to have it. I'm going to be that 40, 50 year old dude, you know, <laughs> dad or whatever that just has like a toy collection in a room. And then, you know, some people might think that's weird, but oh well, I like well, it. See, and, and Dave, 
Dave and I have the benefit of of already having uh, people in our lives that will put up with it. So oh, we don't, yeah, have, to, we don't sure. have to worry. We don't have to worry about being judged in that way. But yeah, you my, know. my significant other, she's 100 <laughs> percent with it. Like she loves The Simpsons, um, obviously, like the kiddos and everything. Nora's completely crazy about it. She loves it. And now we see a shirt or something. You know, Nora's loves it. She likes Lisa. Lisa's one of I'm pretty, pretty sure Lisa's her favorite character. She's only three. So, you know, she's still got a lot to learn about all the other ones, but um, yeah, she'll want it. We'll get her the t-shirt. She'll rock it. I love it. No, I love it, man. And that's great. You know, so, you know, I, I think there's something cool about the fact that, you know, when your account sort of shifted into something new, uh, rather than just stop doing it, you just sort of became a new account. You became something that helps, helps people stay informed and, you know, you'll share the funny memes or you'll, so it's kind of become like its own thing, which I think is cool. So even though it started as more of a collection, now it can just be kind of everything. And that's, that's it's a cool like, thing. It's everything Simpsons. And I've probably shifted away from the topic like 40 times, but just, you know, after I had, after the kid and everything, um, you know, after we had, uh, had Nora and I had to get rid of the Simpsons room for good, I thought about it. Like, yeah, I could just pull. I've my even my brothers mentioned it, and I've even thought about it too. Meant like bringing down box and box at a time, taking about you know a hundred pictures of different shots of everything, and then just putting it back up there. And I've still thought about doing that from time to time, just to like because you know I do have a ton of different things of Simpsons collections wise. But then I was like, well, I'm just gonna kind of just shift my page into an all around Simpsons page. And there's a few people at first that had said some things. Obviously, I've probably lost followers. I've gained followers. You know, that's just people are going to, you're going to, you, even you, you'd lose and gain followers. Like, Oh, sure. I can't believe you posted auto twice this month. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like that. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, people are, but I decided to go ahead and post, um, to, to all about Simpsons. So collection, like you said, super seven, I share artwork memes. I shared that crazy tattoo today. Like <laughs> there's just like, Anything Simpsons, the TV, you know, you just had the guy on your, um, on the, on the previous podcast, like yeah. anything viral that people want to see, because it's, it's, it's a very weird world because of the way the algorithm works. I'm assuming that I'll post up a pair of Vans skate shoes or whatever from the Simpsons that they did what six months ago or something. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. About a year ago. I just posted about them like last month. Like, Hey, remember these still got on my feet. And there were so many comments are like, I never knew these existed. And I'm just like, what? Like, where were you? I, I always think it's funny, you know, just to, to touch on that for a minute. When I will see, like, say I post something that's fairly consistent with the stuff I normally post. And, you know, I'm not someone that monitors his followers. I don't like really pay attention to what I lose and, and so on. I'm not that kind of person. But once in a while, you will look and say, oh, you know, in the last week or so, I've had a big, you know, a big surge in followers because of whatever and you'll notice that. And then you'll also notice that you lost X amount. And in your head, you can't help but say, oh, well, what did I post out of the ordinary that made this person say, no, I'm, I'm done with this? You know, so that's funny to that's funny to think about, too. I, I always it's like definitely that. the I think it's definitely the algorithm. And a lot of people complain about it. And they, there's all sorts of hacks or not hacks, but like all different ways you could beat it. Like, oh, if you post it this time with not one hashtag versus this time with a bunch of hashtags. But people are just not seeing these posts unfortunately, but you know, Hey, what it's, are you going to do? It, it's a strange thing to navigate the algorithm, but you know, we're all trying every day. We're all, we're all yep. trying every day. You know, that's something that if you're running any sort of social media 
uh, Twitter, Instagram, even YouTube. I mean, you got to sort of like learn to play the game uh, with that algorithm. Well, Dave, you know, if if I don't move on, I will literally just I I could talk. talk I I could talk about this all day. Uh, So I want to I want to dig into the the show a little bit for you. I want to sort of know, like, you know, what your background with the show is when you got into it uh, and just sort of how it became a part of your life. So when did you get into The Simpsons? Perfect. So I remember going to one of my friend's house and a brand new episode of The Simpsons was on. It was like a Sunday night. I think this was 15, 20 years ago. I don't remember. And we watched it and it was hilarious. And like, I liked The Simpsons. There was one other guy who was dating my friend at the time. He loved The Simpsons also. Well, for some reason, they had did like an encore of it. And they played it literally like from 7 to 7.30. And they played it again from 7.30 to 8. And I was like, hey, let's watch it again. And nobody else wanted to watch it again except my buddy Chris and me. And that kind of like was just like, dang, like, do I really like The Simpsons like that much? And I don't remember. I wish I remembered what episode it was because it was I want to say it was newer season. But if it was that long ago, it couldn't have been newer season. It was, you know, 15, 20 years ago, 15, maybe season 17, something like that. You know, I mean, that's considered newer seasons to some people. Sure. Another subject right there. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was a kid. Uh, so I grew up super into church, like super Christian, like my parents. So I wasn't allowed to watch. I wasn't allowed to watch Animaniacs or the version of that show. I don't think it was that show because they had like one of the characters that would float around and my parents thought it was evil. So that's how crazy it was growing up. So for me to like be able to like watch it, I don't know if it was more of a like rebellious thing or something, but I loved it like back in the day, even like my middle school and high school. And I still remember, and I've talked about it on YouTube on one of my episodes that some kid had a shirt and it wasn't like down with homework or whatever, like with Bart, you know, lifted up his shirt and I had that, but it was some Simpson shirt said like, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? Or or I don't remember what the shirt was. It was like something like that. And the kid wore it to school and got suspended and I just thought that was like the most craziest thing ever. And of course, my parents were just like, of course, like they should have been suspended. Like you're not allowed. You should be watching that show because that kid's such a, a that kid's a badass. I just want to say. That. Oh, yeah, it was it was probably you like it was probably someone really cool <laughs> that like loved the Simpsons back in the day. And like, you know, like I just I remember that from like my fourth or fifth grade. It was I think it was back in Surfside. Um, so it had to have been, you know, middle school. Or was it? No, it was like middle school time. So I'm dating myself here a lot. But I do remember that I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I always thought it was like, kind of like the coolest show. But the funny thing was, is that at nighttime before I go to sleep, my parents would let me watch Seinfeld with them. So Seinfeld, I love Seinfeld. It's one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, it's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I try to get Amber to watch it. She just can't watch it. I don't know. Other uh, some of my other friends just think it's crazy. They're just like, why do you like, how do you like this? They kind of feel the same about Simpsons. But for me, like Seinfeld, probably the best or one of the top five of all time. But but, but I'm saying I'm saying my my parents let me watch that when I was a kid before I went to sleep. I used to go to bed like eight o'clock when I was younger. So from like seven thirty to eight or something, I'd watch it with them. But they wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. Yeah, see, I I don't really understand what they think. I don't understand what they think The Simpsons uh, was, I don't, I don't know what they think the message I think it was of the Simpsons was. I think well, it was yeah. just Bart because he was kind of so like, he was like rebellious and he didn't listen. And then, you know, obviously like they didn't really put a lot of like 
Christian values into the show. I mean, I don't know, to be honest. Same like, could be said for Seinfeld, Yeah. Oh, dude. My, uh, Seinfeld, Jerry and Elaine always talk about sex. You know, George and I, like, it's always sex-based and stuff like that. But, man, I would almost love to, like, interview my dad right now or, like, like or my mom. <laughs> be like, yo, why didn't you let me watch it? And they'll probably be like, oh, we didn't – we never said that. But, like, no, I remember specifically you guys not letting me watch I, it at I'm going to I'm gonna push for an episode on your YouTube <laughs> where you interview your parents and you talk to them about – your relationship to Seinfeld and the Simpsons as a kid. I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh man, my dad probably talk about Seinfeld all day, but Simpsons. No, nah, he probably, you know, but that would be, that would be very interesting for just to get that. But that's, that's how it was. Like my, my friend sparked and I guess I owe it to him. He kind of sparked the whole like interest in me getting back into it. Well, the whole, like him giving me, like it was like a trivia game or a puzzle. I, I'm pretty sure it was like a trivia game. So he's like, hey, man, I know, you know, you talk about it every now and then or you I've, I know you like the show. Maybe I was wearing a shirt one day. And like, I didn't really talk about it like crazily or anything. But like in my head, I always did like anything that happens in your life. There's always a Simpsons scenario for it. One hundred percent. That's going from a Simpsons fan to a Simpsons fan. You, you can't <laughs> think of anything else. You'd see like a light and you're like, oh, remember that episode? And like, No, everyone looks at you like, no, we don't remember that episode. Like, well, I do. Well, then, but that's see- how it's. That that is how it goes, and that's interesting too because it sounds like you know essentially you you didn't really have like a normal path to the show. You didn't watch it as a kid because your parents weren't really cool with it, but then you sort of found it at an interesting time, and and I think that's cool because I I think it's interesting when people you know you got to realize, uh, and obviously you and I are a little bit or a little bit older, but mm-hmm. there are there are kids that that weren't alive for those classic seasons and they got into it later and they still have all this love for the entire run of the show. So I do think it's interesting that, you know, not watching it as a kid, but you found it, you know, 15, 20 years ago and your fandom sort of started. It wasn't a true, it wasn't a normal path to the show. And I think that's, that's just a testament to what the Simpsons is. And it's, you know, in its own way. Yep. And, you know, like I said, he had given me that and that's kind of what it started. You know, that started the collection for me. I was like, you know, maybe I'll collect little things in here because I, you know, from time to time, if you go to a Goodwill thrift store, you're always going to find those little Burger King toys like that everyone like you just see. Oh, man, I'm selling these for like $100. Like, man, I see those like every time I go out shopping, you know, every time. And you'd see them. We have like a local comic book store here that had Simpsons figures that I would see from time to time. And it just kind of sparked, I would say sparked my love for them again. That's just kind of what it was. So for the past like eight to 10 years, everything has been, well, not everything, but like, like Sim- the Simpsons has been like a huge thing up until the point that I told, um, Amber the other day, I was like, well, the next house that we buy, because I want to eventually get a different house than the we're in, we're in now, the whole front of it, I want it to look exactly like the Simpsons one. And she <laughs> laughed about it, something like that. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, which wouldn't really wouldn't be too much of a thing. Two story, couple windows here, the garage. Like, it's not like yeah. it's anything crazy. It just looks like a normal house from the outside. I think, yo, I think that's awesome. And I, you know, something I talk about on this podcast a lot are just the colors in the show and and all of that. So I think doing a house, you know, especially if you're talking outside or just basing the design off that, uh, mm-hmm. as as hilarious as I think that is, Dave, I think you should do it. <laughs> that's my plan. And like I said, I wouldn't do the inside because the kitchen and like. It would be cool to have something like that on a smaller scale, not like sure. the Lego smaller scale, but like even like a smaller type of scale just for like a show kind of thing. But that's like multi-million dollar Dave over here. Like I don't have that kind of money at all to do anything like that. But just to like if I can get a house for the outside of it to it, I, that would be I'd say almost like a goal. 
I'm, I'm going to say that's ridiculous, but I mean that as a total compliment. That's a total, <laughs> it's a total compliment. Well, tell me, so, you know, uh, the, the, obviously the show has made a big impact on you. And so has the collection over the yep. last 15 years or so. Um, why would you say it's your favorite show now? Like outside of just collecting, um, you know, what, what have you noticed just as far as like the themes of the show and all that sort of thing, uh, getting back into it over the last decade, what, what really makes it your favorite show now? What stands out to you? It's as simple and cliche almost as this may sound. I can always just turn it like I could just turn on The Simpsons if I even if I just want to kill some time in the background, if I'm working and just have it like on a second monitor. And it's something that just makes me laugh. Like I can oh, I can already think about just like, oh, when I wasn't allowed to watch it back in the day. And I just memories start going through my head and like certain episodes that I just want to like tune into or just like the you know like everyone says the the first 11 or 12 seasons or whatever i could just turn on just a random five seven or seven eight or whatever just and it's just gonna be like it's gonna have me laughing it's gonna just like a lot of the older episodes i'm not so sure about a lot of the newer ones but a lot of the older ones some have had like really like heartfelt meanings to them um the first couple seasons were I always say they're kind of dark almost in a way, they just are. Like, like how real, I guess they were Absolutely. and everything. And, you know, maybe that's why my parents, you know, maybe I'm just like, I'm talking to a therapist now. Maybe I'm just now realizing this <laughs> here. You're the therapist that like, maybe that's the, maybe they saw like one episode and they're just like, nope, we don't like that. That person died and she's upset and blah, like, we're not doing that. Homer you know, is literally, knows? Homer is literally going to kill himself. We're not letting our, ch- our kid watch yep. this. Yeah. Or dancing on the table with some stripper lady, you know, like we're not, he's, we're not watching, letting you watch that, but that's, it, make, it makes sense. How it, it makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And especially super Christian family, they see sure. one little thing like that and they just jump to conclusions besides the point. But um, um, um <laughs> they're not. They're, my dad's never gonna listen to this. But um, um but yeah. So that's kind of how it is. Like I was able to, you know, turn on an episode, and you know, just it just had me not in tears, like crying, but just like laughter, you know, excitement. Just love to watch it. It's heartfelt. Uh, it's nostalgic, super nostalgic, especially when I was around. Like being able to walk in like for you get that feeling i don't anymore but like being able to walk into that simpsons room and just kind of like i've seen the same room 400 times like more than that probably a thousand times because of my old simpsons room was my office too so i have another shot of that i had uh, posted on my instagram like a couple maybe a year ago or so and actually you can see my desk like off on the corner it was just like a monitor and it was just that was the life i had to do was you know work from home and everything and every time i'd be around it you're just like in a in a good, in a good place. I, I can't explain it. You know, I, it, it sounds, I'm sure it sounds strange to some of my listeners, but there's something about the way Simpsons stuff was designed. It really sort of captured that vision of the show. The colors are always out there. Everything is designed in such a way that it really does stir up some sort of feeling towards the show, towards just everything that you like about the Simpsons. Uh, and I think that's why people, I think that's why collecting it is so fun for people. I mean, there are collectors out there that collect to this day that probably haven't watched the show in 10 years because they just have this, this connection to the actual merchandise. And, uh, I think that's a, uh, that's, I could, I could make a five hour podcast about that in itself. There is something very special about Simpsons merchandise. Um, it's just very addicting. Collecting is addicting anyway, but there's something particularly interesting about Simpsons merchandise. And that's why, uh, 
I started that Instagram and that's why I'm I'm doing this. Yeah. So there you go. I say that a lot, but it's true. It's the love of all of it. It puts me in a it did, like even mentally, like it put me in a good place. Like not saying I was like running away from my problems or anything like that, but just like going to my Simpsons room back in the day, it just as simple as just reorganizing a shelf or something. I'd be like, oh man, like I gotta redust this again. But like it was it was calming, it was soothing, it was like it was it was good for mental health. As crazy as that sounds, you know, people you know, collecting here and there piece by piece. And just, it was, it's very, it still is, it still is good. Very therapeutic, very therapeutic. Yes, and and I'll tell is. you, if there is something wrong with me, uh, I just want to reassure everyone that even if there is something wrong with me, uh, I make sure that the collection stays low enough on the list that it doesn't affect any of my other priorities. So just oh, trust sure. me, trust me, me and Dave, we're doing it right. <laughs> no, yeah, judgment. I'm not going to buy a Simpsons <laughs> figure, but I can't pay the mortgage or something. Obviously the mortgage <laughs> is going to come first. 100%. 100%. We're not we're more normal than you think, I promise. Well, yeah. so so we're talking about merchandise. I want I want to actually talk about uh some current merchandise. When Dave and I first uh decided to uh record an episode, this was right after Super 7 had leaked. It hadn't even been officially yep. announced yet, so I was like, "Hey, yo, let's hop on, let's record an episode." Uh unfortunately, like the next day they officially announced it, so it was no longer as hot of a topic, but I do think there are still people who have missed it. And I do think uh, yeah. it's, it's still exciting. I mean, I, you know, Dave ordered them. I ordered them. Uh, I can't wait to get them, even though it's going to be eight more months. Uh, but oh, it's, yeah. you know, anyone that's not familiar, you know, Dave mentioned the episode with Brandon Withrow. I talk about it a little bit in that episode, uh, but super seven. So basically what super seven is known for is they, they make really nice toys. Like you've probably seen the reaction figures. You've probably seen like the Beavis and Butthead figures that were sort of a hot issue because people weren't that happy with them or whatever. But in general, what Super 7 makes is a very high-end sort of art toy, if you will, especially the Ultimates line, which is what the Simpsons toys are. So they, yeah. you know, these these are very nice, tall, articulated very detailed figures, which all their ultimates are. They look fantastic. Uh, so these are not your average toy. These are not NECA. These are not Playmates. These are not McFarlane. These are these are going to be worth that $55. At least I believe uh, they will. So I know some people are a little surprised by the deep cuts. Uh, so I'm going to just sort of walk through those in a minute. But Dave, what was your reaction when you saw these toys? It was about time, I would say, for not just them. You know, anybody could have done it. You know, I've I've even tried my hand at trying to do in little things. I have, I follow a few creators that have, they've made like one ofs and they've made, obviously they're all bootlegs, but like, you know, they've made little figures here and there and then they charge an, an arm and a leg. So, you know, talking about a mortgage payment, you know, earlier, like that's kind of how it felt when I had to buy all five of these, um, the figures. <laughs> if you do follow any kind of the bootleg world, as in like people making figures, you'll, you'll notice that a lot of times when people do stuff like this, they sell for like hundreds of dollars for like one piece. So like, you know, was it $55, I think for one of the pieces, you know, it might seem a little bit much, but like, to be honest, like nobody else is doing this. Like nobody, like I couldn't even like, was it, was it say Nika and Nika, Nika, um, when they did like, weren't they the last line to do anything like this when yeah. they were doing all the celebrity figures and James and all the, like all like the celebrity ones, the basketball outside players, of, or? outside of Funko pops, like there hasn't really oh, been yeah, anything Funko, other, yeah, other than NECA. And, and I mean the NECA ones, they, they look nice, you know, like NECA makes really nice figures also, but these were not meant to be, you know, high end toys. That's why they were like $12. Uh, in, in the super seven ones, I mean, like Dave said, you know, 
Uh, they might seem pricey, but these things are seven inches tall. You know, like I said yep. before, they come with with three heads. They come with a lot of accessories. So these are not just your average action figures. And the Kid Robot, they had did those itchy and scratchy ones. And I know your reaction and my – literally the internet's reaction when they first got them because we both knew they were big, you know. But whenever you actually like saw it in person, I was like overwhelmed. I was like, holy crap, like a figure that's like this big. But I think like – Besides, like, the NECA ones or whatever, um, you know, you see, like, Funko and Kid Robot. There hasn't really been, like, a line. Because this almost looks like a supersized version of the Playmates line. Yeah. Like, I'm not too fond about the packaging yet. You know, everything right now is in theory and all in in question and, you know, per- pending licensing approval and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you're paying, like, a little bit extra. And I know a lot you know, people are just like, oh, man, it's $55. But honestly, like... What's $55 in this day and age to have something that you may like, I'm not sure if these are going to be like, I heard they're going to be pre-order, which they were, they have like a pre-order month window, but I'm not sure after that pre-order, a lot of these companies like Kid Robot and other big, like Funko, they'll do that. um, Man, I don't even know the term for it, but they'll only do a, you know, we're only allowed to do 5,000 more after the initial buy. And then after that, that's it. That's it. Like You're not going to be able to get them anymore. So $55 is, you know, it is a lot of money. You just don't go out to eat. You know, you just don't get that Burger King <laughs> twice this month. That's going to save you $20 right there. Like yeah. there's little bits and ways. I, I always talk about that on YouTube. Like there's always little bits and ways to cut around like, oh, man, that thing's coming out and it's $60. Well, if you really want it, we did obviously yeah. collectors. But and there's a ton of other people that do. If you really want it, you save up and grab it. And and I, they, they give you a I, month. I want two of I want two of each, like to be honest. But yeah. I'm not going to I'm just going to stick with one. Yeah, it each. was it was really hard not to buy two. You know, and that's the thing. Like I I understand. Like I you know, I I joke around about like, "Oh, come on, it's only 50 bucks." I understand that that is not I mean, 50 bucks ain't nothing. You know, I'm not oh, yeah, saying yeah. I'm not saying that that's like chump change. Uh if you're buying all five, you're spending about 300 bucks with shipping. Yep. That's that's substantial. Uh but the thing is like, you know, these are pre-order so uh, they are special. Like they're not gonna, they're not just going to be something you can go to target and get. And I really do believe I said this in the, in a recent episode, but I think these are going to be the nicest Simpsons toys made in 15 years. I really do think these will be the nicest looking Simpsons toys other than the itchy and scratchy from kid robot. I think those rank pretty high, but I think they will be some of the nicer ones made in the last decade plus. So well, they have the interchangeable heads, which yeah. is crazy. Cause I don't think anybody's done that. Have no. they? No. With the Simpsons stuff, at least. Definitely not. Definitely not. So so for anyone that's not familiar, go to Super 7, check these out. They're fantastic. And these are the ones that they're going to make. So, and some people are a little surprised by the, you know, these are these are deep cuts in some regards. I was, so, I was a little surprised myself, too. The obscurity sure. of the, the character or the lineup, I should say. It's not what I would have expected. In fact, I saw some people say that they thought they were fake just because they were like, there's no way they're making these toys. So we got Itchy and Scratchy Robots from Itchy and Scratchy Land, and those do not come together. They are separate because they're huge. Uh, So those are fantastic. Then you have Poochie from the Itchy, Scratchy, and Poochie Show. Uh, Also, a lot of people didn't think that was real because it's Poochie. There hasn't been a lot of Poochie stuff. Only No, not at all. Only a kid robot, I think, is the only thing I can think of. Um, Homer from Deep Space Homer, which is is the original spoiler and that's the reason people got so hyped. They posted the inanimate carbon rod. So yeah. that was that was exciting. 
Uh, and then a multi-purpose Mo. I did. I did think it was a little strange that Mo isn't really tied to any one episode. Like he has a flaming Mo. He made the cut. He, yeah, he has a flaming Mo. He has uh, the panda from Cape Fear. He's sort of just an all-purpose Mo. And I gotta say, uh, secretly, that's the one I'm most excited about. I actually think the really? Mo is really great. It's easily the nicest Mo ever made. It has to be. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, all of them. All of them are just like the nicest of any of them. Mine's probably gonna be Poochie, just because. Besides the kid robot and just like the obscure T-shirts and stuff that you see from time to time that, you know, a billion different people make and pins. I don't think I don't own anything Poochie. No, I think yeah. I might own a plush, but I I, mm, I don't know. And, if you know, there's not a million Mo toys, but, you know, there's Mo toys. There's Itchy and Scratchy and stuff like that. But for Poochie, I just thought it was such a funny episode that they just kind of threw him in there. And um, I, I, I got to think that that Itchy and Scratchy were inspired by uh, the robot uh, Itchy or the robot Scratchy that someone made about a year and a half ago. I can't oh, remember yeah. the artist's name, but yep. I, I got to think that that went viral enough that that sort of got the gears turning. And maybe it's not. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's just lateral thinking. But uh, that thing was really awesome. I know Dave and I both posted it way back. So I got to think there's at least a thread of that in, in the inspiration for that. I'm wondering, and I've already heard they're going to make a second wave of these already so this the first wave is just five of them that we had just talked about but i'm curious to see if they're gonna make a second because i've already heard they were but yeah i i gotta think i gotta think they're selling well i gotta think that these are doing well um i'm really trying to get someone from super seven on the podcast so uh, everybody cross yeah, their awesome. fingers for that i'm, I'm making I'm, i've been sending emails uh, i'm trying to get make that because i just want to know uh sort of where this crumb of an idea came from and what inspired the choices like i feel like you got to have a real deal simpsons fan on the team uh to make those choices which is why i'm excited to see uh you know i I hope there's a second wave and i hope they sold well enough to warrant a second wave and i also hope by some miracle i get them sooner than next summer i'm very obviously i'm excited for these (laughs) there has to be some crazy like i mean i'm probably almost diehard simpsons fan that works with super seven because i've seen a lot of like their videos and stuff and like you know for them to be like all right, let's just do this. So, okay, we're going to do, you know, Homer, Marge, Bart. Like, that's what a typical, like, you know, like going back to Vans with their shoes. Like, you know, they did the most, up, like the most typical, like, episodes and, you know, th- different parts of the show. But for them to be like, let's do Itchy and Scratchy. Like, okay, like from the Itchy and Scratchy land one or Poochie. Like, especially Poochie. Like, huh? And then Deep Space Homer I don't know if they're just like a space nut. Like I, I'm, I love space a lot. So maybe, you know, and they like the Simpsons, but when they showed that inanimate carbon rod, I thought it was just going to be like a rod. I didn't even know it was going to be a whole figure. Sure. And then I found, you know, like you had mentioned, there was a bunch of leaks on Reddit. The second, I know you're probably, your page probably gets it just because it's like a p- more popular page, but like I started getting all these like very, you know, potato Android looking phone <laughs> pictures of this. It, you know, and then you just got to be like, oh, you know, I guess that might be real. I see stuff like that with Funko all the time and 50% of the time it is and 50% of the time it isn't. But when I started seeing these, I was just like, wow, like, is this going to really happen? At first, I thought they were going to be almost closer to like 70 plus because I heard they were going to be a lot bigger. But then, you know, what, they're six or seven inches. I I saw six originally and then I saw seven. So safe to assume in between. That's pretty substantial. That's pretty big. Yeah. Like you had mentioned, and I just said, like, I really wish, like, I might change my mind. I don't know, but I really want to get two because if they come out and say, Hey, we only made, we only did a pre order for 6,000 and we're never going to do this again. And every single one is numbered. 
one to six thousand, or and especially if you have like one of the lower numbers, like anything from like a thousand below, sure, I might say just screw it and just keep them in the package. Yeah, but if not, and if they they decide to open it up, and I go to Target one day and I see it on the shelf, I'm a hundred percent gonna buy a second one, especially if I can go out and about and buy it somewhere. I, I think I really, yeah, I, I think my initial thought is that I'm going to open them. Uh, but it really depends. And I know you mentioned this a moment ago about the packaging and how it leaves a little bit to be desired. I said the exact yeah. same thing when I saw them. I, I have to sort of believe that that's, you know, sample packaging or that yeah, it will like change. Yeah, like a placement kind of thing. Yeah, because I, I think because it leaked, I think they were pressured to formally announce. Uh, I, I think they just wanted to get it out there. I don't know how much of an impact that had. We just got to put something on there. like Because if it's that packaging, 100% the leaked one that we saw – it probably will come like open up. I'll yeah. do an opening video about it. Um, and then I'll just display them out. I'm, I'm getting one of those, I think it's called like a detolf ones, like from Ikea, like one of those, I think you, uh, you have like some, yeah, those right there on the, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I'm getting two of those for my house and I'm going to have those in there and a few little, like, not like a playmates one, you know, or maybe right. I'll get the plane because, you know, they made a deep space Homer playmates. So it would be kind of cool to put that one versus that one. I was just about to say. So they Playmates made two Deep Space Homers. They have a five pack. And then a small one. Yeah. So yeah, you have to display that because you're going to have like the two or three inch one. You're going to have the other one. You're going to have the, you know, the, the super seven one. So the three different ones. Yeah. yeah I mean, that'd be kind of a cool thing. I mean, it would be awesome, you know, I, and, and I won't speculate on a, on a wave two, but there are some figures that Playmates did make that I would love to see an Ultimates version of, especially when we see them in person. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, something. It'd be cool to see a Mr. Plow Ultimates. It'd be cool to see, you know, a Plow King Ultimates. It'd be cool to see, a, yeah. you know, uh, Marge gets a job. Marge, you know, like NECA made. Like there are some, I, there are some figures I think deserve better treatment. And I will say, if you ask me, you know, we're talking about price point. I would rather have less figures and then be high quality and expensive like Super 7 than to just keep getting an onslaught of Funko Pops. Because like Dave said, I don't really care for Funko Pops. I have been buying the Simpsons ones just because it's hard not to sometimes. Yeah. You know, you I'm, if I'm walking around and I see a Simpsons anything, unless it's really bad, it, chances are I'm going to I'm going to buy it. Um but Funko Pops, I'm not a big fan of those. So, you know, I would ra I would gladly buy, you know, not have stuff like that to buy and spend a little more on nicer stuff like Super 7. So I'm very excited about that. And I do want to say, you know, we're talking about Funko Pop. Uh, there's been a lot of Simpsons stuff. And we sort of mentioned this earlier, but, you know, Cakeworthy, Chinatown Market, um, Kid Robot, you know, there is so much Simpsons stuff in this last year. And I don't know. I've speculated Adidas. before. Adidas, Vans. I don't know if this is a result of Disney, a rise in popularity due to Disney. I don't really know what has brought on this, you know, sort of an upramp of Simpsons stuff. Uh, but, you know, that's both a blessing and a curse. And I think you would agree yeah. with that as a collector because it's hard not to get it. But it's been so long. You know, we spent so long looking for these vintage pieces or tracking down particular stuff that was a little bit older that now that there's so much new stuff readily available especially clothing, it gets hard to keep oh, up yeah. with that. It's sort of hard to, to jump into that. So what has that been like for you? I know you got some of the cake worthy stuff and all that. It's hard to, like you said, if you see something Simpsons, you get it, but it's everywhere, you know, or it's starting to be everywhere now. And like, and I had mentioned this, I mentioned this a lot on YouTube. Like, is this because of Disney? I think it might be, um, even though they did the merger or the buyout or whatever, like what, three, four years, three years I, I, ago? I think, I think three years ago now. I think three years ago now. Seems right. 
But just recently, and I, and I was noticing on like the most recent pops and everything, they just started putting, like they started taking out the word Fox or it was, there was something I had just talked about. Now they haven't put Disney on there or anything. So I don't think they're going to, but, um, they had just recently started taking that part of the, um, like 20th century Fox. They started leaving that off. Interesting. And you're starting to see like Walmart. Old Navy, Target, it's like you can't go in there and every single time there's something new. Like there's cups, there's always going to be T-shirts, a plethora of T-shirts everywhere from uh, any kind of like Kohl's to like Walmart to Target. You're going to see that everywhere. And I have – I've just noticed that everywhere. Like you said, like a lot of companies are doing collabs like Cakeworthy, Chinatown and stuff like that, Um, which I didn't – I didn't like the Chinatown – I didn't get anything from the Chinatown one at all. I saw a lot of people were talking about it. Um, I think it was a lot, it was really pricey because I think some of the Chinatown stuff is kind of pricey. So, but- so what I will say about that, uh, not to interrupt, but what I will say about that is that I did get a couple shirts from that and I was actually a big fan of what I saw. And, you know, uh-huh. uh, Chinatown market recently changed their name to market. So they shortened their name to market. And so the Simpsons collab was one of the last things they did, uh, as Chinatown market. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so Uh, And I think, you know, I don't know this for sure. I haven't confirmed this, but from what I understand early into their existence, they did a lot of bootleg stuff and apparently they did bootleg some Simpsons stuff early on. So I think for them, uh, again, this is all speculation. It was probably sort of like, you know, like a personal goal, like on our way out with this original name, we want to do some licensed Simpsons stuff. So I think that's kind of cool if that is true. Uh, but I will say, and this is, you know, I don't know if anyone hears this from, from market, uh, but I love the designs. I was a little disappointed in the shirt quality. Uh, one of the shirts before I even, you know, I wore it one time, I hadn't even washed it yet. And the print was already cracking. And, oh, you know, so that is, you know, a $55 t-shirt, you know, we're talking about price point that shirt costs yeah. as much as one of the ultimates. And yep. before I even washed it, it was already cracking, emailed the company and they basically were like, oh, we're so sorry. We'll give you a $30 credit. And I was like, well, the shirt costs more than that. Why would you not give me the full amount? So, you know, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't fully happy with, with the way that went down, but I'm not dragging the company because I'm sure changing your name and rebranding your entire company is stressful enough. But I was a little bit let down by the quality, even though the designs are, are fantastic. So that, you know, that's a, a thing all on its own. But what can you do? Another... I would say almost stupid reason, but another reason why I do like to have one end of the box and one out of the box, obviously for display purposes, um, I don't get to display them as much. You can't really see it now, but like above me, I have a shelf and have every single pop that that was ever made from the Simpsons just all right here. But the reason why I do it is for stuff like this. So this stupid Homer right here was the very first one ever made from the, or the very out of the first four for the Funkos that were ever made from the Simpsons or from the Funko line. Yeah. And that one in a box is worth depending on the grade of that box, it could be five or $600, which is insane because insane. you go to Walmart probably right now as you're listening to this and go buy a Funko Pop for $12. 12 bucks. So yeah. they didn't know. Obviously, they had a, they stopped production on those. They didn't remake those or anything, the first four. So like, I regret to this day not being able to buy them. I had a chance to buy all four of them for $100 in a box, and I said no because I thought that was just so much because that's when I first started collecting. So I was just like, $100 for something that I saw at Walmart the other day for $7.99? I'll never buy that. <laughs> now you see that same thing on eBay for $2,500. Oh, so recent, recently, I haven't done a video about it. Uh, I'm going to one day, but recently I came across all four of them. Uh, it was um, 
Man, uh, I don't, I don't remember their name. It's some, it's a, um, it's like a talk show. It's not like a podcast, but it's kind of like a podcast talk show. Hmm. Um, they have like ten thousand followers randomly on Instagram. Um, I saw their eBay name and I was like, man, I was like, that sounds familiar. Looked them up. It was them. And I messaged them and I said, Hey, is there any way I could buy all four of these? They were selling them just loose on eBay. And they were like, you know, like a hundred something dollars a piece, which is a lot of money, but like, whatever I wanted to collect, like I wanted to complete, you know, you, you have that feeling if you had sure. every single like plate or something, you needed that one, you're going to pay extra for that one because who cares? I I finally collected them. So I messaged them and I tried buying all four on eBay and I couldn't because eBay was doing something stupid. They were charging separate and like, I don't know. So I was like, Hey, can you just like, I'll buy all four right now. If you like put them all on four and then, you know, we, we were going back and forth on messaging and I was able to pick them up. And even though they're out of the box and I don't have them in the box, like I still was able to, I still was able to collect them. And it was that feeling sure. that only a collector kind of person would understand, you know, like, well- and, and to that point, I will say, you know, I've made this joke on the podcast before, but I, I sometimes I do Q&A episodes on here with my friend Botter. Shout out to Botter. And people will ask me like, oh, you know, what's the most you've ever spent on an item? And I always joke like, oh, you know, I don't like this. I don't like to talk filthy on the podcast. So I don't like to give yeah, that yeah. number. You know, So uh, so it's one of those things where like sometimes you do just have to complete that line. You got to spend that little bit of extra. You know, I've been in a situation where you know, I needed this one thing and I looked for it forever. Uh, yep. And it, it, you just get so frustrated to where you're just like, you know, what? I don't really care at this point. I just want to have this thing. So and what Dave is saying about the Funkos is a perfect reason why. Uh, and again, this is not sponsored by Super 7. I've not heard from them in, yeah, in regard to this. You can't sponsor us, though, if you, you want. You can if you want. But also, this is a great example why you should buy them if you want them, because you don't want to pay double, triple, quadruple the price a year yeah. from now. So if you if you think you want those figures, you should go buy them. And also, you know, to round out this section about merchandise because we got some other stuff to talk about. I I think it's a great time to be a Simpsons collector, especially if you want to jump in because there's so much new stuff. Just oh, yeah. beware that a lot of it is clothing. So if you really like Simpsons clothing, you have more than you know what to do with. You could you could redo your entire wardrobe with all Simpsons yeah, stuff right now. Hot topic, easily. cake worthy, you know, Chinatown Market. Uh, so there's so much clothing out there. Like Dave said, Target, Walmart, uh, Pottery Barn, I think has some Simpsons stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, so, and so it's out there. So, you know, if, if you guys are looking for something to start a collection and you don't want to dig through vintage, plenty of stuff out there. Um, so anyway, so we're going to, we're going to move on and, uh, we're going to do a new game on the podcast at the time that you're hearing this. I think I've only done it once or twice. Uh, so this is something that, that I'm excited about. I've been sort of toying around with, and we're going to see how it goes. Dave, are you excited for a new game? I, yeah, I hope so. We'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> he but said always, he, always something new to be a part of. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty so, awesome. So I've, I've developed a game that I do not have a name for yet. So as of now, it is called the Synopsis Game. Uh, please email me or comment uh, some some cool ideas for what I could call this. I've, I've, I haven't been able to land on anything uh, unless I do by the time you hear this. Uh, but the rules are are pretty simple. I'm going to give Dave five synopsis from the Simpsons. Some are real, some are fake. And Dave, he doesn't have to guess the episode, but he has to tell me if it is a real synopsis 
or if it is a fake synopsis made by me. And uh, in the future, I might be taking submissions for these because I it's, it's going to get hard eventually to make some up. And as we all know, some newer Simpsons episodes or any Simpsons episode, really, some of those synopsis just are hard to believe. They sound so ridiculous. So that's why no, I'm going to I'll bomb if there are anything with the newer ones. Because <laughs> The older ones I'm pretty good about the newer ones. I am not. Well, but also you're doing true or false. So, I mean, you got a pretty good chance. Yeah, so, uh, you could you could 50, just get 50. lucky. That's what I'm saying. So yep. so we're going to you know, we're going to see how this goes. And, and I want you to sort of play along at home, uh, keep score for yourself, but we're going to do five. Uh, so as an example, uh, you know, assuming this is someone's first episode and they haven't heard it yet, this is a warm up. This is not number one. Homer becomes a neighborhood hero when after wrecking his car in the snow, he buys a snow plow and clears his neighbor's driveway. Yes, it's an yes, episode. That is an episode. So that is season four, Mr. Plow. So that is essentially the game. I, I read the synopsis. You tell me, but I do think these are going to be a little bit harder. And everybody, nice. let me know. Let me know what you think of this, uh, especially if this is your first time hearing the synopsis game. True or false? You can get mono from riding the monorail. Mm, false. No, wait, maybe it's true. No, you were right. It's false. All right, Dave, you got it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so number one, Lisa does what every little sister has dreamed of. She gets a restraining order put on her big brother. Bart is forced to live in the back garden, but soon realizes the joy of communing with nature. Is that true or false? I don't remember the second part. I'm pretty sure she tries to get a restraining order on Bart at some point. Is that, so I would say true. Boom. Dave gets it. He okay. takes number one. That is season 16 on a clear day. I can't see my sister. Um, okay, there we go. And one thing I do want to say, um, so I made sure that these are either completely fake or they're completely real. I did not, I, I'm not, I'm not making them tricks. Like I'm not taking okay, real okay. ones and making them sound fake. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're either completely fake or completely real. So, all right, we'll go on to number two. Homer tries, but fails to eat an old box of baking soda, losing a $50 bet with Bart. So Bart and Milhouse go on a shopping spree and end up running comic book guy's shop after he has a heart attack. While the boys transform the shop, the convalescing comic book guy falls for a female Springfield resident just as sarcastic as he is. So you said they can't be mixed up because I don't remember the baking soda part, but I feel like the second part was true but it wasn't oh man this game <laughs> um is it real or fake it's 50 50 mm, i'll just go with real dave gets it again dave's two okay. for two that I is know, i didn't realize the baking soda part i remember everything else of it but i don't remember the baking soda part where they bet him i don't remember that what episode or do you know what yeah season 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 12 worst episode ever it's actually when comic book guy falls in love because that's one of the good seasons right there (laughs) hey they're all good seasons uh but this is this is uh the one where comic book guy falls in love with agnes which i've always thought is very strange uh very weird yeah but it's it's a good one it's a good one all right number three dave's doing really well so far After solving a brain teaser in the paper, Marge decides to pursue a career as a teacher. When Miss Hoover scratches a winning lottery ticket, Marge is offered the position and becomes Lisa's teacher. True or false? False. Marge is Bart's teacher. Well, so that episode is completely fake. I made it up, but Dave, you are three for three. 
But that it, but but there is one that uh, Marge is uh, as the substitute or whatever, and she's Bart's teacher, though. Yeah, she does. But, but it, yeah, okay. but it's, yeah, but it's not but it after, nothing to do with what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not because Miss Hoover scratches off a lottery ticket. But you know what's yeah, funny? Yeah. So all the fake ones I am making up, and I'm just waiting for the day where uh, if this oh, game going to happen now, if this game goes on ideas. long enough, well, if this game goes on long enough, I'm just waiting for someone to say, actually, you may not remember this, Warren, but there is an episode where this happens, and I'm gonna be like, damn it, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen them all, but how can you remember them all? One of the writers and all the all the guys from The Simpsons that you have on the show, they're going to play the game and they're, they're going to be like, you know what? That's actually a good idea. We're going to put that in the show. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe they'll give me a writing credit. All right. Number four. There you go. Springfield is declared the fattest town on earth when Homer's attempt to create the world's biggest human pyramid goes wrong. Marge's crusade to improve the town's health then leads to sugar being banned. Real or fake? True. Damn, Dave is four I, for four. I remember. I I don't remember so much of the other part. I do remember the headline of the Springfield being the fattest town or something because it was part of the. Was it part of the Radioactive Man movie episode? Is um, that it? No, I don't know. Okay, I'm mixing those up. I just remember that part of the headline thing. Yeah. No. So this is season thirteen, sweets and sour Marge. Okay. Um, a good episode. I, I've always liked that one. Uh, so that's okay. Dave's doing great. Four for four. I, I really thought at least one of these would stump you, Dave, but you're not falling for yeah, it. Yeah, even if I get the last one wrong, I'll be I'll be fine. Yeah, you're not falling so for the bullshit. 80% is still passing. You're doing good. All right, number five. Last but not least, let's see if Dave can have a clean sweep here. All right. Bart seeks out Cletus's daughter, who has started a new life in New York City. Lisa wants to take in a Broadway play, but ends up performing Shakespeare in Central Park. Real or fake? That's 100% sounds like a newer season. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say true. I have no clue. Oh my God. Dave went five for All five right, on the go. synopsis game. The Simpsons man is not disappointing. Dave, I was confident you were going to miss at least one of those. Uh, what that is what season, season was that one from? That is season 24, Moonshine River. There you go. So yeah, uh, somewhat of the newer seasons on that one. S- so one of the things that I got to make sure I do with this game, and this is an example of that, is I don't want to, I don't want people to assume that it's like, you know, three real ones, two fake ones, or four fake ones, one real one. I, so, yeah. so I only put one fake one in there, and Dave did not fall for it. So okay, uh, good. fantastic job. I'm living that up is, to my name then, because if not, I feel like I would have got flame for that too. Even though I did <laughs> not, I came in zero confidence thinking I'd maybe get one. I figured there'd be one easy-ish one, but no, five for five, I'm okay with that. There you go. I, I do hope at least someone at home fell for my number three uh, with the brain teaser in the paper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do think that would be a good, a good episode for Marge. All right, so that's good, Dave. That's that's well done. Uh, we're going to go into another segment called The Big Three. Everybody is used to this one. This okay, one's old yeah. news at this point where we talk about all the things we like about the show, or at least my guest does. Uh, and the first question I have for you, Dave, is who is your favorite character and why? Support that. I get asked this. So I do a um, Ask the Simpsons Man segment on uh, my YouTube channel. I've done like I don't know, six or seven segments over the past couple of years. And 99% of the time people are asking me about the burrito. Like would, if Jesus microwaved a burrito, would it be too, or God <laughs> microwaved one, it'd be too hot or something, or even himself couldn't eat it. And the other question always is this, like, who's your favorite character? So I would say a two part que- or two part answer for this, because I always like to say out of the family and outside of the family. Okay. So, I'll take that. Uh, inside the family. Um, I would say Homer just because I wouldn't say he's like the everyday man, 
kind of, but he there's a lot of stuff that he does on the show that a lot of people can relate to. And then obviously a lot of people that can't relate to, you know, like he's a lazy slob, but there's a lot of funny things he does. Like he hates going to church and stuff like that. Any episode that he's just so irritated about going to church, he wants to watch football. He hits his head on the pew and just screams the word, damn it. And people are just so they're like, oh, like that. I could watch that a thousand times. I think I've posted that gif like a thousand times just because it's so funny. So good. So I would say Homer because he's just like, he's just so comical. He hates his job. You know, he kind of like he's he's a kind of a family guy, but I don't know. Not really. He always he never remembers Maggie's name ever throughout the whole entire show. Homer Homer is unabashedly himself at all times. We all it's hard hard not to love Homer. Yep. He's like there's no filter in a way, you know, with him at all. He just says it like it is, does it like it is outside of the family. uh, It's very cliche, but I'm going to say Hank Scorpio. Um, He's. He was my favorite character out of everyone, only because imagine having a show for, what, 33 seasons, 34 seasons coming up, and to have a character on the show for barely a few minutes out of the hours and million or thousands of hours to have a show, having one character just barely a blip in the show, and for him to become such a, like, phenomenon, because his character is pretty much a movie, just like that, that episode... They should have just put all like the extra cuts. They always have to cut out so many parts, little bits here and there. It's not a lot, but just little bits. They could have added 30 more minutes, made it a movie, like just that episode itself. But would have been a, would have been a great one. Yeah. Homer for the Family Five and Hank Scorpio for the uh, for the universe. I know yours is Lisa. I know you have mentioned it before. On oh, your, yeah. Come on. Podcast. I mean, maybe, yo, maybe they'll give us a Hank Scorpio Ultimates. You know, I mean, I know they made. I'm hoping. I know they made a, a Hank Scorpio and Playmates, but an Ultimates with just all the different accessories would be so, they could, so good. They could always. So, you know, you would know this more than I would because of your, you know, obviously your knowledge is far superior. And plus, like you talk to, you know, everyone that's made The Simpsons pretty much. But like. I don't know if you've ever talked to them or asked them, would they ever bring him back? Because I don't he didn't really die on that episode or anything. No. Well, you know, so it is confirmed. And I don't I know a lot of people know this, but maybe some don't that originally the Simpsons movie, he was supposed to be the villain. Um, yep. And and so I, I think that they at that time and I, it makes sense in retrospect. I mean, they should have trusted the fans, but. They thought people would not be familiar enough with the character and it wouldn't make sense to some people. And they wanted it to be its own experience, which I get. Uh, But I do wish they would have. They have brought, you know, they've they they have had so many opportunities to bring him back. And I'm surprised that they haven't. They've had Albert Brooks back on the show multiple times since then, even recently. So I don't know. I mean, I think there's got to be some uh, love in the room for him. So it's something they could do. But who knows? Wasn't he in the movie also, though, the uh, Albert Brooks guy? Was, yeah, he was. He, voice, he did the voice of the villain, so it would have uh, been the perfect the, time. Okay, yeah. So, but I don't like. I, I've always just like. But I understand what you're saying too, because when they make anything, as it comes, like even now with Target and Walmart, they don't make like a very obscure anything of the Simpsons. They want to put the family real big on there, or Krusty the Clown, or something. You know, they want to make something that literally, if nobody knew what the Simpsons, or if you didn't know what the Simpsons was, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Homer. So, yeah, I've I, seen I, them before. You know, yeah. I don't really watch the Simpsons, but if they have a Hank Scorpio, they'd be like, what's that? Some yeah. yellow guy, like, you know, I don't know who that is. Right, 100%. So it, makes sense. it makes sense. And also, they should you know, still do it. They should still do it. But give me a Krusty the Clown Ultimates. I'm just going to put that out there. That's what, oh, I yeah. want. that's what I want. That would be great. All right, Dave, what about your least favorite character and why? 
Um, I was going to research this a little bit because there's, um, I mean, you know, don't want to make someone mad, but you know, whatever. I don't really care. No, make them mad. Uh, I would, yeah, I would, (laughs) you know, at first it was going to be Sideshow Bob because I was never, yeah, I was never a huge fan of the Sideshow Bob episodes because, I wouldn't say they were all about the, they were all the same, but I guess they were in a way the same. Oh, you know, so he gets out of jail or he's on the hunt for him. He gets to kill him or he wants to, you know, for the most, for most of them, they're all about that. But I, I was like, you know what? Like over the past maybe five years, I can't really say I've grown to love him or anything, but I've grown to like, like it a lot more than what I used to. Cause at first I just, I wasn't a big fan of those episodes. And I've said that before and people were just like, oh, like, really? Like, man, are you a Simpsons fan at all? I'm like, yeah, it's just my opinion. <laughs> but like, I would say Sideshow Mel. So would be one of mine. And it's not, I don't honestly think there, there's that one character that goes like, yes, or something weird like that. Like the yes guy or the something yet, or the yes literally, guy. Literally the like, yes guy. Yeah. 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 Like there's a couple weird characters on the show like that, that I'm just like, yeah, but there's not really more of a, like, I hate kind of character, but like. I would. I was thinking more along the lines of like, from now until forever, Sideshow Mel was never on the episode, or if he was never on the show at all, would it have mattered that much? I mean, there's something. So yeah, I mean, and, and everyone. That's why I like asking this question because you'll be surprised. You know, p- people don't like Ralph. Some people don't like Millhouse. Some people don't like Frank Grimes. I'm sure there's people that don't like Hank Scorpio. You just oh, never. Frank Grimes is one of the best. Right, but you never know. Uh, yeah. But I, I got to say, me personally, I love Sideshow Mel's reads. I love the way Dan yeah, yeah. says stuff as him. But I think that's an interesting answer, and I'm not mad at it. No, it's it, like I said, he's just kind of like a, if, they t- if they took him off the show, would it like for the next like, let's just say The Simpsons are around for the next 10 seasons and Sideshow Mel was never around again. Would would there be like a an uproar about it? Or if they took like. Lenny or someone and completely not had him on the show for the next 10 years. People would say something about that. I would think. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. I would say sideshow Mel. Yeah. You know, I will say a a former guest of the podcast, the real Jim's uh, shout out to Jim. He actually posted something, a screen grab today at the time of this recording uh, that had, had Lenny in the background. And he said, I don't know why, but I tend to stare at Lenny uh, during this scene. And my thought was, you know, I feel like I'm always staring at Lenny. If he's on screen, I'm just staring at him. Lenny's great. So I'll just throw that out there. Yep, I need the little whistle for sideshow Mel. <laughs> you should add that in. They're like, Doo. there you go. Whenever I said that about him. I definitely should. I might do that. Uh, so what about your, you know, so I always preface the third question by saying, uh, I want your top three episodes, but also I want three episodes that you think uh, would be a good introduction to someone that's never really seen the Simpsons. So when you think about that question, what three did you land on? So, um, my, my stepson, he's 15 now. I think he was 11 or 10 at the time whenever, um, he started getting more into the Simpsons about eight or nine. Cause actually for Halloween, I wish I had the picture of it. He, uh, dressed up as Bart Simpson, which is ah. funny. He had like white styrofoam eyes, like awesome. head to toe. And, um, I got him, um, into it. He would always ask me about it. And I told him one time, I was like, man, if you really want to get into the Simpsons, being a, a fresh, you know, especially a kid like you had mentioned we're both older so like we grew around this but anybody like 15 years old maybe even 20 years old and younger like they'll know about the simpsons but they don't have that same like love or you know anything they don't know even knowledge they don't have anything about they'll watch some of the newer seasons and some of them they'll be like yeah whatever and like but i was like you should watch uh 20 22 shorts about is it 22 shorts about springfield is am i saying that right 22 short films yeah 
Yes, 22 short films about Springfield because it kind of does like an introduction on almost that's 22 episodes about The Simpsons in a, in a one 22-minute block, pretty much, of The Simpsons with commercials and everything. And it has everyone from Apu to Chalmers to Skinner to Bart. like, And they all have, like, their own little scenarios about it. It even has Dr. Nick in there, which, you know, he doesn't – he's not really – did he die or not? Whatever. That's a whole other subject. <laughs> um, you know, they have Grandpa. They have – you know, Lisa has the hair. Nelson making fun of the um, – What's that guy's name? The long-legged. Uh, he doesn't have a name. He has. It's like the. I know tall, that. I know that he is based on his character model is based on Ian Maxtone Graham. I do know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's you know obviously some tall seven eight foot dude with like legs that are like five or six foot long. But I always say that episode to begin with. I feel like that's a very good um, episode for people to watch because you know there's so many memes and there's so many like iconic parts on of that episode just on one episode and you're obviously the i think probably the most important one is the steam's hammed one or steamed hammed one like that's yeah. like that's every meme out there in the world and it's just like come on like one, one the of the funniest thing. jokes of all time i refuse to hear otherwise i could watch that whole entire just that little segment over and over let alone the whole entire episode for sure so that's one of them um another episode and I'm not sure if it's super like I wouldn't say influential or anything crazy, but I like King Size Homer, and I have a like I probably have a, like a lot of cliche answers for all of my stuff today because a lot of it's like the most more popular things. But the Moo Moo Homer episode, like, like you can't beat that episode. The writing on that episode was great. Homer, I mean, it's kind of sad in this day and age, but like he's purposely gaining weight to become obese so he can work at home. Man, so I was on the 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 uh, the other podcast. Uh, this, uh, man, I can't think of their name. The Simpsons did a podcast, and we talked about the Herb one. And for like in this day and age, how would you trust someone like Homer to build you a whole car, like or to run a nuclear power plant? So Homer's so you know idiotic or stupid or whatever that he has a bird that's just literally clicking the word yes or why, and they leave him at home to run like a power plant that could you know necessarily blow up the whole entire town and almost <laughs> did and it was his ass that saved it according to the episode yeah i mean um, i mean the little bird is sort of genius in its own way but yeah i, I agree <laughs> i i bought one of those on um on amazon it unfortunately doesn't work like it does on the simpsons because you know like it'll move but it eventually it doesn't move anymore it's like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't keep the perpetual motion doesn't keep going <laughs> and i actually thought about making one a long time ago because i thought it'd be cool people always make all these obscure bootleg little toys and stuff. And I thought it'd be cool to package that, but nah, nah, never did. Um, my third one would be, uh, uh, Lisa, the vegetarian. Am I getting the name right? You are. Okay. You are. Yeah. You would know you you're vegan, not vegetarian, but yeah. So, um, Yardley, obviously, you know her, she's been on your podcast at least like two, three Three times. times. Yeah. Shout out to Yardley. I wrote it down because I knew I'd mess it up if I didn't (laughs) write it. Um, she said Lisa's really effective way, or she has a really effective way of getting a sophisticated and adult message across. So she had mentioned that about that episode and who else, but Lisa to have like such a strong message about just like being vegetarian and well, the thing about Lisa the vegetarian is it's such a it's such a strong point. I mean, it's such yep. a like it's such a strong topic for a show like that to tackle. 
And, yeah. and, and, and I think that is why, you know, I, I always list that in my top because not only because of my, my stance on animals, but also there's something very profound about just going into something that wouldn't normally be talked about, especially not in the nineties um, and letting it be not just preaching about her feelings, but also it's personal growth. Like she is, yep. she is learning like, Oh, I don't have to, you know, talk. I don't have to mistreat others just to get them to see my point of view. This is about personal growth and I can share that with people without condescending. So it's just, it's a really heavy topic. And I think that's a reason why, you know, it comes across so well because you do sort of like, you see all sides of that, of that story. I think that's really special. And that's, I think, you know, a lot of people say that, um, the first 12 seasons of the Simpsons die hard, the rest suck, blah, 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 blah. You know, I can, I can understand why a lot of people say that. And it's just, you know, a lot of the newer seasons, they try to jump on almost like a South Park esque, like they want to obviously talk about a lot of viral stuff and top, and, you know, they want to keep people's interest going. I mean, unfortunately, it's really shitty for me to say, but that's kind of how my page is and was, you know, I started off as a collection and then I couldn't do the collection anymore. So I had to do something. So I want to make sure that like, you know, talking about this and anything else, like it's news. So I wanted to put it out there. So back in the day with the Simpsons episodes and stuff, it was very uh, mentioned earlier, like dark, you know, bleeding gums, Murphy, you know, passing away uh, a vegetarian episode that like, and I'm, I'm assuming this is true. You know, it's always been like the speculations. You'd probably already know this, but like the whole like Paul McCartney agreeing that as long as Lisa stays a vegetarian, he'll do the show. True. Like that's crazy. Yep. Like one, one person made a cultural impact. I would say, you know, it's on a TV show. It's all fake, whatever. But like, but to put that so she could carry those beliefs on for 30 or 20 something years after that actually, like actually aired, like, 100 that's, that's crazy that's like over your head like that message was brought brought across so well and they made it they did it humorous obviously being a cartoon they're all looking at that lamb and they're like oh and they're like, out of the way you and like just that little part and then everyone's laughing at her and then you feel bad like right you know because there's probably people that probably made a decision because of that episode. Sure. I don't know. You know, I'm sure there were a lot of people that, I mean, there, there were probably some people that that was their first, uh, exposure to that idea. You know, I, I, I know people that, that have admitted to me that that episode was very meaningful to them in their, in their path to becoming a vegetarian or, or someone who's vegan. Uh, but the thing about that, and I want to, you know, I obviously on this podcast, a lot, I talk about newer seasons and we won't go down a, a huge road with that, but I do just want to say, that I think what it is and something that a lot of people do forget is that there are kids that prefer newer Simpsons to old Simpsons and anyone listening yeah. that doesn't like that when I say it, it is just true. I mean, I have seen it. it. I have been told that by people that say, oh, I prefer newer seasons because they have jokes in them that I understand. They can um, relate a hundred percent more to the newer ones than the right. older ones. So, so I, I think the narrative that, you know, not every fan of the Simpsons is an older person. Not every fan of the Simpsons was there from the beginning. Not every person was watching those early seasons when they aired. So that, that everyone's experience is not the same. So, you know, that's why I really try my best. I mean, obviously, if you told me to pick seasons to take to a desert island, I'm picking six, seven, eight, maybe five. Like I get yeah. all that. But also everyone's experience is not the same. So that whole one through 12 or one through 10, one through nine narrative, it just doesn't really work for me. So I always try to remind people, just think, you know, everyone's, 
watching the Simpsons in their own way and they have their own path to the show. They might've got in at season 23 and that might be their favorite season because of when they saw it. So you just never know how that goes. So don't be so shocked when people tell you they like new episodes, everybody. Yeah, no, it's, I had my, uh, mentioned earlier, like my stepson, he had, you know, talked about it and stuff like that. And he actually started from one, one and binge watched everything up until I think it was like 32 at the time for I think a month, month and a half straight. Like wow. all he did was just like he he had mentioned it and like every, just every now and then I'd ask him and you know if he went to uh Grammy's house or if he went to like one of his friends' house, like he'd always just be watching it. And I was just like I thought that was so cool. That's awesome. I never really did a follow up too much about it to see like what was his favorite, but a couple of them that I had mentioned to him, like the Mr. Sparkle episode and a few other ones he had loved. So yeah, and I and it's I'm cool seeing to see like a variety of ages. Yeah, and I'm seeing that narrative sort of change. I mean, I, I follow a lot of people on Twitter, and I know that there are some accounts on Twitter uh, that just post screen grabs and sort of talk about episodes that are younger kids. I know for a fact there's one or two that are ran by children. Uh, I don't know why I'm calling them children, but they're ran by people that are 14, 15 years old. Whatever. They, I mean, they are children, and they yeah, yeah, they sure. and they like newer seasons a lot. And uh, I just think it's cool to see. You know, it's you don't see as much hate for some of the newer seasons as you did at one time. That conversation has has sort of changed. But um, you know, Dave, I, I could I obviously, you know, this episode, uh, what I'm realizing is not only could we talk as friends, but we could also talk Simpsons for hours and hours. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think we've reached a nice natural sort of way to wind down here. So I just want to say, you know, again, thank you for coming on. It was awesome to sort of hear you know, why you started the page and, and what inspired you and, and why you started doing what you do and why you didn't sell, you know, it's just kind of cool to get that background for anyone that doesn't know. I always like to do that, uh, on this podcast. Uh, but I want to say before we actually do, you know, get out and close up shop, is there any shout outs or anything you have coming up that you want to promote anything on the YouTube that you're doing special or just anything that you want to say or tell everyone, uh, as we, as we get out of here? No, I'm just, um, you know, thank you, first of all, for having me on the podcast. I've been listening now for it's been it's been right over a year, actually. You right. just did your one year um, thing. So it's really cool that you did this. I tried my honestly, I tried to do what you did, but obviously I completely failed. I'll admit to it. Um, <laughs> we did we did one episode. It's, it was called I Caramba. It was a podcast that me and my friend Juice started. Uh, he's got other podcasts and we we did one and that was it. We never even talked about the idea again because it just wasn't on the chopping block and you were doing it too. And obviously you've just was like, wow, you know, just <laughs> it blew up. And it's cool because you, the people that you have on there besides Matt Groening, which hopefully will be one day, um, like, yeah, like it's just, it's insane. Like listening. It's cool. Like, cause it's your favorite show, not yours, but like yours as in mine and everyone that's listening probably and getting to hear you know, Lisa or someone like, you know, talk about other stuff and just anything in general. Like I think it's pretty badass. So I'm uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty stoked that you, that you're doing this. And I was stoked to be a part of it. You know, obviously I do mention here and there on my page on YouTube, stuff like that. Like, but it's, I don't sit there for an hour. I don't sit there for two hours <laughs> and talk about it. You know, I've been on another, I've been on two other podcasts and, um, you know, it's about episodes and stuff like this, but this is more of a deep dive and just like our love for the Simpsons. Uh, right. We've known, we've both known each other, you know, for 15, 20 years, which out of everyone in the Simpsons community, like obviously like that I know, I don't know, you know, I've just met them through the Simpsons community, which I was going to mention that earlier. I thought, you know, it was, it's a really cool, it's just a really cool thing to have like this community. 
because for the most part, I'd say about 95% of it is really positive. There's be, there's always going to be somewhat people that are negative in every community. It's whatever, but I've met so many people that I can call my really good friends just over the internet because I've been talking to some of these dudes and some of these gals for shit, seven, eight years now. Right. Some I talk on a daily basis almost, which is crazy. I don't even talk to my real life friends that live, you know, 20 minutes away from me, but I might talk to some of these people on here every single day for the past eight years. Right. No, it's so, a, it's but, a, it's a special thing, man. And, and it, you know, I appreciate, you know, all, all the kind things. I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you're a supporter of the show, man. And that, and that means a lot to me as, as just a friend and a, a fellow content creator, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely great. And then, yeah. So if you type in the word, the Simpsons man or the Simpsons man TV, you can usually find me on all handles, uh, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, um, it's the word the Simpsons, man. Unfortunately, like I'd mentioned before, I can't just have that because <laughs> everyone beat me to the punch when they first made Instagram and you know all these other ones. But on YouTube, um, every Monday morning, I uh, release a new episode. Um, it's usually it's about me thrifting, me trying to find Simpsons out in the wild, as I always like to call it. If I can try to find some yellow stuff out there, um, I try to pick it up. But it's anything Simpsons, really news related, toys reviews anything nostalgia any if you like simpsons let's just put it like that no that that's awesome man yeah everyone should go follow dave uh you know like you said just search the simpsons man on any of those things uh and i'm sure you'll i'm sure you'll be able to find it and i think you'll be glad uh to check out all the stuff dave does over there uh dave again man it's been awesome i really appreciate it and uh, if you're not following me, everybody knows where to do that. Send me an email at simpsonsisgreat at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the synopsis game. Submit your own synopsis if you want to. Uh, and just uh, hit me up. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Leave me a review. Any of that. Uh, every little bit helps. But if we have nothing else, as for me and as for Dave, I'll see everybody next week. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out the official Instagram at than or follow me on Twitter at Simpsons is great. If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bart of Darkness on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for checking this out. I'll see you next week.